All right, my name is CJ Finley, and this is the Honest Convo with Fayez Reina. We're out here sitting at Whole Foods, had a meetup over Instagram Live and what we're trying to do with it, and just thought we would spitball and figure out how I can do a podcast because I've never done one before. So let me just ask a little bit about yourself, yeah. how you got started in the entrepreneurship game, and how you got here to sit with me today. <clears throat> well, uh, I'm Fayez. I'm the co-founder of Prep Tier Door, and um, this is my third formal business venture, uh, though I've been slanging since I was a little kid. Uh, how did CJ and I meet? We met through Instagram, and I think that's what we're going to talk about today. But um, my business, you know, we're a organic, plant-based, farm-to-table meal delivery service, and the thing that makes us a little bit different is that we run a zero-waste business model. Um, in terms of if you've ever ordered meal prep bef before, you're throwing away a ton of plastic and your food is filled with a bunch of preservatives so it lasts. Our service doesn't have any of that, but over the long run, what I really wanna do is build a kitchen that is completely carbon neutral and I wanna replicate that all over the country, um, whether that's for our meal prep service or for restaurants in general. Um, but yeah, so this business is sort of my little business school for myself, and you know that's how I ran into you. That's awesome. So I've seen Fayez grow from pretty much running it with just him and his girlfriend to now having a full team. So anyone out there that is looking to build a team, looking to sell their service, and looking to build and bootstrap from the ground up, he's a great man to talk to. But today what we want to talk about a little bit about is how we got introduced to each other over Instagram. And I think Instagram is a powerful tool mm -hmm. for connecting like-minded individuals and those that want to serve other people and help collaborate and build things that are going to make an impact on this world. So the first question I want to ask you is, you came to me earlier this year and challenged yourself to produce more content so mm -hmm. my biggest thought is why the fuck weren't you producing content <laughs> on the capacity as as you are now previously what fears did you have what struggles did you have and mm -hmm. maybe dig a little into what advice you would give people that have the same problem mm -hmm. so for me the thing has always been sort of uh, why why am i doing anything that i'm doing and my sort of prime directive in life right now is to build my business um, you know for a number of reasons but um, why I wasn't producing any content for my personal page was because I thought I should be focusing on my on my business page um, you know when we started our business you know this story probably by heart now uh, we we decided we were gonna start it and get a few clients and the first thing I did was create an Instagram page and go and message as many people I as I could uh, in Austin. So I, I've always understood the power of uh, social media, but really Instagram specifically. Um, I, I think I commented on one of your posts and that led to a DM and we were going to exchange books, but we ended up just hanging out at Whole Foods. And now, you know, we're super close friends. And But I think we talked about it in December and tell me when I'm getting long-winded. Um, was that there's there's power in um, building your your personal page just because you can show a raw version of yourself. And I think for me, it is always about connecting with other people. Like I have no desire to show off my life. I'm actually a really private person. 
Um, I'm an introvert by nature. Um, but what Instagram's done for me is that it allows me to put myself out there and show the things that I value so that I can connect with other people such as yourself who value similar things and then you know we can make magic happen so the biggest tip I think that you could give off is that to just do like so from just do it yeah. from your end you just started messaging people and I think that's a huge fear that people have is because if I'm messaging you, what value am I providing you? So could you go a little bit deeper into like what you were messaging these people so that others can then take that advice and maybe do it for their own business or yeah. for their own personal page? So if you look us up, prep to your door and go all the way to our first post, you're going to see that it's um, unbelievably embarrassing. Um, <laughs> and my first DMs out into the world asking people to try us out were also unbelievably embarrassing um, but you'd be surprised just define embarrassing just um, you know all the things that you hope you you're not gonna be desperate over eager <laughs> you know just fuck blabbing too long like all the all the things that you hope you're not gonna be uh, we were and you just kind of get better over time I mean like what do you step onto the basketball court expecting to be Kobe from the start you're not gonna be um, and it was the same thing with my personal page although people tell me I'm better at my personal uh, stories than I am prep to your door and that's interesting for me is because I get to be myself on my page uh, whereas on prep to your door there's a brand yeah um, and that's been an inch I'm, I'm going on a tangent here but it's it good. may be something that people struggle with is my personal page comes very easy to me because I'm telling a story about myself um, whereas I'm prepped to your door, our customers are not people that typically interact with me. Um, they're like, uh, they, they probably hang out with Heather, my partner, but none of my friends are really that demographic or psychographic. Like, and so, yeah, like me, for instance. Yeah, like yeah. you're not our customer. Like yeah. none of our friends are our customers and they're not even the people that I'm trying to convert. Know, convert, like not at all. Um, so that's also a challenge that um, sort of an internal calibration um, but it goes back to what you're talking about which is do as many things as you possibly can um, because you never know what's going to work so as long I feel like in business school or just in school in general you you develop this idea that you have to put the the final product forward you turn in you know something after you've done several drafts and then you're going to get a grade for it but in terms of like what we're doing uh the idea is like throw as many things as the at the wall as you can and they're gonna the people are going to respond to something that you probably couldn't even predict and then you go with that um so the theme is really just keep like do anything and everything that's awesome. So what were three of the things that you did initially with those DMs? So you start DMing these people. Walk me through like how you go about DMing people on Instagram to then maybe getting your first sale. It was like about a one or two month path. And so we had, think of, I'll tell you the ingredients. Kale, banana apple, slice of orange, uh, cucumber, 
organ protein powder and that was we put that in a compostable ziploc baggie we would freeze them and then you know whenever and you wanted one you put it in the blender you, you you blend it and you drink a smoothie cool how how does that so even before you dig into what your initial product was and what you sold how does that compare to now just so the audience it's understands like, like the comparison the night and day comparison is, there first of all they don't go in compostable baggies anymore they're in mason jars and it's just i mean it's like 10% of our revenue so it's not our main business um, but you know what I did was I, I messaged a, a, a healthy spread of people on Instagram all within the fitness community mind you um, who is not our customer anymore um, and I said hey we're starting a business in Austin it's this kind of food would you like to try it and people would be like yeah 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 and so I was actually in Houston at the time. I went out and bought a cooler and uh, filled it up with ice, put a bunch of smoothies in there, took the bus up to Austin, and my girlfriend and I, we went and met all these people around town, and we gave them like these little, little baggies. Uh, we didn't hear back from a bunch of them because it was like, you know, like, <laughs> like what, like. Super it, MVP. So MVP. Um, but there was one one lady in particular two actually that took the time to give us feedback and one of them was uh, You should add some coconut oil uh, Into it. So we did that and the other was add a pinch of salt and it took our smoothie to another level and So we kept doing what we were doing and, and about a month later um, There was a gym that was willing to buy our smoothies basically for their customers and that was our first dollar um, from there, those clients, we ended up telling them we do food as well. You know, this is, we're going months down the line now. Um, and yeah, it, it took us about eight months to get to our real business, which is what we're doing now, which is. And at any, at any point, did you want to quit or give up or give me? In? No, my partner every day. She is like, she comes from a sales background and she is an you know, world-class salesperson. And for her, it's like, where's the money? Like, yeah. And I'm like, babe, you're not going to see any money for a couple years. Yeah. Just get that into your brain right Start now. Startup life. You're not going to see it. Like, there's so many things we need to develop um, before we even start to see that. And we're in year three now, and now, like, we're making money. And she gets it. And even now, I'm like, babe, you like you understand right the money we're going to make two years from now is going to be five years and unbelievably years. more yeah. than now and it's just because we're we're in, we're iterating right now like we're figuring out the pieces that work through experimentation and when we figure out what works like a piece of content or like izzy's golden nuggets when that works you go in on it yeah right oh those golden nuggets landed i'm going to do the do the heck out of these golden nuggets and so that's just what we've done. And then done. try new things because there's more golden nuggets out there. Yeah, the golden that, nuggets will die. Yeah. And if you were just resting on your laurels, everybody's going to get bored and it's over. So you, you figure out what works, you scale it, and then you keep experimenting. So you talked a little bit about feedback and how you gain that initial feedback. And that's really where it kind of like you take this little road bump. Now, I think a lot of people look at feedback as a bad thing. Like they don't seek criticism and they fear criticism. Whereas I think a lot of people in the startup 
world and entrepreneurship world that excel is they're actually trying to find feedback fast they're trying to fail as fast as as possible and even with myself I try to go as fast as possible to get a yes or a no and when somebody says no I ask why and th building that initial feedback loop um, it sounds like you actually didn't have one in the beginning. You, did you have testimonials or surveys or anything like that that you were handing out? It was or such was a it shit product that nobody would take the time to fill out a survey, you know? It was, it was literally just a exchange of DMs or let me call and... So there was no process or system no process. or anything? No, the process came after and that's, that's something that... I mean, that's just part of the managed chaos of creating something from nothing. In my opinion, I... Everybody has their own experiences, but the way I operate is chaos first, organization second. But it's kind of, maybe not first and second, but they're happening at the same time. Um, you can't organize if you don't have any chaos. Yeah, like what are you organizing, right? You're basically planning to plan at that point. Yeah, you're just, and, and that is, I mean. So how, I, does, how does that mentality go into the fear of social media and the fear oh, of posting yeah. so like the planning to plan because i feel like a lot of people are like i'm gonna post or i'm, I'm gonna yeah. do this story I'm or still suffering gonna do this but then like eh, it falls off yeah but what do you think causes that uh this is something that i heard from jeff bezos which is he doesn't do anything uh ex he expects everything that he's doing today to play out in three to five years from now and so I think if you take that same mentality, like if you post today with the hopes that you're gonna get all these likes rolling in in the next few hours, you know, vanity metrics, you may not be doing it for the right reasons, you could pigeonhole yourself. But you know, if you, am I answering your question? Yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, and it's hard, right? Because when you put yourself out there, uh, it's inherently a judgment of you if you don't get enough likes or whatever. But uh, I don't know. I think you just, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. This is the thing about entrepreneurship is I don't know how much you can coach risk-taking. Um, but do you I, think you can coach it up? Like where it's like you take one small risk and then someone's willing to take a little bit bigger of a risk and a little bit bigger and a little bit bigger? Or is it something that you think is just I don't know where risk-taking comes from. Like you've probably always been out there, right? I've always been doing yeah. wild shit. It's just kind of who we are. It's always. I'm the not going to take credit for it's, it. It's the age-old question of like, are entrepreneurs born or bred? Yeah, like, it's both. Like, I think there's pieces there, and then you have to cultivate yourself. It's not like you're just who you are is natural. You yeah. like work that on yourself, and I work on myself every minute of every day. Um, I think it's more of like the positive mindset, and that can be coached. I think like, what 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 frame of mind do you have when you put something out into the world? Like. You don't need to judge yourself for everything that you put out there. And I, I feel vulnerable when I post shit, and, but I don't know, you just... I, I challenge you and everybody else that listens to this to change their framework of their mind. I think that social media, the way it's been built for the past decade has been on the vanity metrics, the likes, yeah. how many comments can I get, how many DMs can I get, when in reality it should be mission-based. What are you even posting for? What are you wasting this time? Yeah. Because time is so precious. It's not money we're after, it's time. How do I have freedom? Because the more freedom they have, the more ideas you can actually execute on, the more money you can actually make. So if I'm looking at it from the perspective of my mission is to write a book someday. Mm -hmm. So my captions, I need to be writing because that makes me better at maybe writing a book someday. So in your specific case, how can you right now 
leaving this little meeting take that mindset and say you know what I have this goal but I'm gonna utilize social media for this either prep to your door or if you're a personal get your head spinning like what would you say that would be I, I as you were saying that it, I, re, I remembered what I go to in those moments of vulnerability which is I'm doing this like the only reason I'm on social media is to connect with other people not connect with everyone like if I if I do a post and I connect with one new person that's so valuable because I connected with you one single individual I don't know a couple of years ago now and one of the most important things that's happened to me right so when I put out something which is not as often as it should be um, that's that's what I revert to in my mind which is the right person's gonna resonate with this and that's the person I'm looking for and that's who I'm putting it out for it's like a call it's like a call out into the Instagram ether and the person that resonates with it's gonna gonna answer and yeah and I, I think something that could help someone in your shoes would be because you mentioned I should be putting out more I think a lot of people think that they should be putting out more but I'm of the inclination of like if you don't like doing anything or you don't like to do it don't do it out of vanity but if you think that it could be valuable to somebody then it's a disservice Sure. to the rest of the world so you're going through some pains and some struggles that yeah. before we got hopped on here you were talking about how you want to make a lot of money not to make a lot of money you don't think about cars or anything like that but you want to have a big impact on the world your family your friends and everything and that's where if you can get in your mindset of like I don't have to post every day mm -hmm. but when I do post once a week it's gonna be valuable to at least one person sure. and I'm gonna view it in the mind of like that person that I'm gonna post it to yeah. I think that could be something that you could do to not only because man you're brilliant you could extend your personal brand as as much as you want but is that really what you like to do if it's not don't do that just hit hit home on on your customer service in your business and connecting with other people but I'd say what advice could you give to, to other people that are looking to connect and what is the best way to connect? Because I get a lot of DMs, I get a lot of texts, I get a lot of emails that, that are pulling me in every single direction. Yeah. And I'm sure you do this, you get the same thing. So what gets your attention if someone's reaching out to you? Uh, authenticity, first of all. Um, it's... It's, it's, it's like in real life, you don't like meet somebody and ask them for something right away. Like, uh, I don't know, I'll flip that question onto you. What gets your attention? Somebody who takes time and cares. Right, and, it's a development. And, yeah, and I think like, I've related it to this in the past. It's like, the problem we have on Instagram and Facebook is people pretend like it's not real life, but it, it really is. And you wouldn't like, so say Fayez, I see you across the street and I'm like, I would never say, hey, let's go grab coffee. <laughs> I'm gonna say, hey, how are you doing today? Like, how are you? Mm -hmm. I, I've seen that you've been doing this and this and this. I wanna catch up and find out like, 
How's your right. life been? How's your girlfriend? How's right. your business? Right. Ooh, I actually, I kind of know how it is because I've been following you and I've been seeing it and you've been writing and I actually care yeah. versus on Instagram or Facebook or wherever it may be, Twitter, people will literally go in there and they'll literally say, hey, let's go grab coffee. So if I'm on the receiving end, it's like, why? why? Like, <laughs> I don't know who you are yeah. versus if, if they had followed my stories and they had liked a couple of my things and they had gauged in conversation where they're like, by as you post about say I'm a vegan and you're posting vegan foods like I love vegan food right and I go into your DMs and I see your story and I'm just like hey this is really cool keep it up I love what you're doing for my community don't ask anything of you and then like maybe a week or two later I comment on one of your pictures mm -hmm. and then once I comment what are you going to do you're gonna go to my page, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, so once you go to my page, you're like, oh, this person's actually- As long as it's not a thumbs up. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> you gotta have a real comment in there, a real engaging con comment that actually yeah. matters. Yeah. And you're gonna go to my page and then you're gonna be like, wow, this person's actually real. Yeah. They're a real person. Yeah. Actually, they might be one of my customers one day. So yeah. you're actually gonna pay attention to that person. And the way that they actually got your attention was just by caring. And that's where I think there's a huge disconnect. It's very easy to show compassion in real life versus being an asshole. Like if I come up and I give you a hug, I'm compassionate. If I just stare at you, I'm an asshole. But how do you differentiate on Instagram and on Facebook and on Twitter? And on what LinkedIn? you just said raised a really interesting thought for me, which is like you in real life, I saw Aaron's story the other day. I leave CJ alone for one minute and of course he's like out there making friends with somebody, right? Uh, I'm not like that in, in real life. Uh, like I said earlier, I'm an introvert. And so I'm sure there's tons of other introverts out there as well, but that's why Instagram's so awesome for me because I can line, I can fill my whole week up with meeting through the tactics that you just described. Like I don't have to, in real life, like I don't just walk up to people and say, hey, how are you doing? I do it on Instagram and then I get to sit down and have coffee with them and now I have like, I have a big network in Austin and I don't know if I would have developed that had these tools not existed. So. It's not about being introverted or extroverted. Um, it's about how you use the tool, like you said. And I think it goes back to our point is entrepreneurship born or bred. And I think it used to probably only be born because there was no information age of seeing different information and tools that you could use to kind of like get yourself up and prop yourself up to be an entrepreneur versus like nowadays introverts have a big advantage just like you said but imagine if you didn't have that tool and you're sitting behind the scenes it's much harder to kind of learn and get into that world yeah. i've had this conversation before so i'd love to know your thoughts on like how instagram plays into the world of allowing somebody to be an entrepreneur and start a business and how your personal brand and how your business brand has succeeded and failed at both maybe in certain points so how has instagram allowed me to build my business yes all of it like I built it off the back of Instagram and I think I have this thought that I have to get out there I think like the old-school entrepreneurs were like Christopher Columbus like Christopher Columbus was an entrepreneur so I think like the shape of entrepreneurship has changed but now like okay um, how has it I don't know we've already gone over it like now now it's interesting like I don't need to be so dependent on Instagram because we have so many customers and like 
it, it goes back it's like dude it's so easy like all of this is so freaking easy like there's no knowledge that I can drop that you can't find elsewhere like all I do now that we so the Make first, it as the first keep, problem keep it is simple. go find the customers now you get the customers now what you need to do is listen to them and talk to them like so that's all I do like my favorite thing to do is customer service it's like send them emails or respond to their emails try to understand what they want like be straight up and talk to them like hey what sucked like you just canceled like what happened and it's so funny how many customers we get back just because we talked to them after they canceled like it's an opportunity every time you fuck up it's it's like totally an opportunity to connect with a real human being and they're like oh y'all are real human beings on the other side of this i'm glad that we could have this phone call thank you for calling me it's like so basic so would you say that like your enlightening moments were around finding that criticism and that feedback and that no and then instead of just accepting it actually yeah. doing something about it i think i think people we tend to have an even worse tendency uh than accepting it will be like oh well fuck them anyways well, why do you think that is it's like a self-defense mechanism or something like oh fuck them they don't matter anyways like i don't care about their opinion well you do because you just said that you don't first of all but but dig like uh every time we have a frustration with a air quotes employee or teammate or whatever like i always think about what did what did i do or how did i not set them up for success or could i have communicated better sometimes like customers are just not a fit uh sometimes employees are just not a fit and that's okay but you only discover that if you you do everything that you can on your part and i think and, and that's a really important part that you learn over time uh through experimentation like i said when we started we thought we were gonna our customers were in the fitness crowd now i know if you're very into fitness like i'm not even going I'll, I'm going to talk to you like I'm not going to try to sell you though because I know that you're probably not going to be our so ideal if you're customer. not going to try to sell I mean I'm a big believer that life is sales so like the, yeah. there's there's value you can get from anybody and everybody totally. so when you when you're out and about and you're talking and you kind of like now that you have this experience utilizing Instagram to kind of get you these meetings and these leads and you kind Please, of like yeah. five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes in, you realize that this person really isn't my target market. Yeah. So where does your head then go? It doesn't matter. There's still a person and like you still connect. I definitely don't write people up like, oh, they're not going to pay me money. So fuck them. Like, <laughs> like you, I don't know. Uh, like I said, you're not our target customer, but I don't know how many opportunities I've gotten just because, I don't know, we, we talk all the time. Well, you just locked up. So my wife is going to be training at True Fusion, right? You're right. just talking to them, right? Yeah, So that's exactly. just one instance of... Yeah. of just laying seeds. Yeah, just, just planting seeds. seeds. And be, be a good fucking person. Like, Jesus. <laughs> not that hard, right? It's not just that Just like hard. you were saying earlier, like, that's, that's the thing I think that most people don't understand. Whether you're on Instagram or you're off Instagram, you're on Twitter, you're on Facebook, you're off of it. At the end of the day, all that matters is just being a good person and then executing on that every single day in the small moments. So I'm a big believer in like the small, small things matter the most. How you shake someone's hand, how you hold open the door, uh, how you show up on your worst days. So what have been like your worst days in your business or on Instagram or like something that might have happened that kind of 
Whoa. maybe someone else can relate to and it's like an aha moment I mean we can get super deep if you want to let's fucking go I mean uh, I got sober midway through starting this business and like basically I was uh, taking a bunch of Adderall to work an ass load and then I was smoking a bunch of weed to come down off of it and I almost like destroyed everything not because I ran the company poorly I was on fire we were growing uh, but because um, I was starting to treat my partner and my teammates uh, I wasn't being a good person um, and so I ended up reaching out to Shay and you know I think I think that anybody can relate to that and it doesn't have to be you turn to substance like it could be it could be anything like yeah. I'm sitting here even like so we're sitting at Whole Foods and like I go to go to get my lunch and I'm like oh man like I need another I need another drink because I need to be wired for yeah. this next thing and Dude, it's I just had the like, same thought like should <laughs> I go get a coffee so that I'm amped up for it but like man calm down like we don't need to alter our states you know just yep. be real Yep, and I, I mean, I didn't either. I grabbed, you saw me, I grabbed yeah. the essential water, that yeah. 9.5 pH, like, that's what I grabbed, and, and uh, but I did have that thought, and I think that's a, that's a thought that all of us have, and man, power to you for, for, for breaking that and realizing that, but uh, we're getting close to the end here, so I have one final question that I, I want to ask you. What is your biggest takeaway from this little get together and po first podcast of mine and then second what are you going to execute on differently since you've been on this um the main takeaway is something we already know which is just do shit like <laughs> if people could see which hopefully they will we're literally just sitting at a table with some mics on our shirt um and i know this has been bouncing around your head for a while but like finally we're doing it and this could be the beginning of something. It, it, may it will may, be. It, it, it yeah, will. So it I've will. changed my mindset from I want things to I will, no it matter will. what. Even if this is not the thing that becomes the next Joe Rogan podcast, somehow it will play a part in getting you to that thing. So whatever the end result is, this was a worthwhile activity. So there's that. My takeaway is just fucking do it. Uh, and then what's one thing I'm going to do differently? Mm -hmm. I'm going to follow my own advice and go post something today. <laughs> Let's fucking go. <laughs> well, thank you, Fias, for being on the Honest Convo. This is honest conversations with people trying to dig deep into their own self-awareness so that they can have honest conversations with everybody else and we can make an impact on this world. Yeah. Thank you again for showing up, and I appreciate your time. It was awesome, dude. Peace. <laughs>